<laughs> That's a bit of a surprise. Uh, yeah, so good morning, everyone. Yeah, uh, it's great to be uh, with you all today and uh, to uh, be able to stand before you and share with you from the Bible today. Um, I've titled what I'm going to share, uh, The Reason for the Season. Uh, I'm not going to say what the reason for the season is. I'm going to see if you guys can work it out uh, yourselves. <laughs> if I do a good job by the end, you should be able to work it out. Uh, if you haven't worked it out, then uh, you'll know I haven't done well enough. Uh, today I'll be sharing about the birth of Jesus Christ, which uh, might not be surprising as we are getting, uh, as we're in the Christmas uh, season and we're getting into the Christmas spirit. Uh, in preparation, in, in preparing to share today, I had to think a lot about what uh, Christmas means to me personally. Um, I grew up in the townships in South Africa. I had a very different uh, experience at Christmas compared to uh, what I have now. Uh, in South Africa, Christmas was a lot about uh, family, a lot about spending time together, and most of the time, um, everyone will be off work. It was a party atmosphere, almost like a carnival atmosphere, and Christmas Day, all the kids in the townships will be wearing new clothes, every house will be open, you'll be going from house to house, eating, people will be, will be out uh, in the streets having barbecues, which we call fries. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just an amazing experience. But there wasn't really an emphasis on Jesus, his birth, or his life around me at the time, or around uh, that sort of carnival atmosphere that we experienced. Um, looking at the way I experienced uh, Christmas growing up and how I see it now, it's clear that there are a lot of cultural customs and traditions that have been adopted, uh, I mean, in the way that I experience it now and in the way that we uh, experienced it in South Africa. Um, it's funny because some of the traditions and customs that we experience here in the UK were, uh, have filtered over to South Africa or have been adopted by South Africa. So yeah, we did have fake uh, pine trees. We did have fake Santa Claus in over 30 degrees heat, these guys with this massive, <laughs> massive red coats and uh, this fake... I actually have a picture of myself sitting on Santa's lap. Uh, it's about 30 degrees with a fake tree behind us. <laughs> don't, don't ask me why, but yeah, we always had uh, a fake Christmas tree as well. Um, but uh, those uh, traditional, those sort of uh, traditional customs have been ado adopted without of recognizing what the uh, real reason for Christmas is. Um, I mean, that's not to say that what's the same in every household in South Africa, but that's what I experienced uh, growing up. So what is the reason for the season? Uh, well, to answer this question, we must go all the way back to Genesis. And uh, why Genesis? Well, I was part of a group in the church which took on a challenge to read the Bible in a year, and we finished in September. It was a great experience uh, in being able to go through the whole Bible. And in doing that, it was very clear that the whole Bible is about the story of Jesus. Uh, from Genesis to Revelation, the whole story is the story of Jesus, which is why in preparing today, I thought uh, it would be very difficult for me to start uh, from uh, Matthew without acknowledging the overall uh, plan that God has uh, for us in the Bible, 
in the overall role and uh, the importance that Jesus has in the, in the whole Bible. So if we go back to Genesis at the beginning, I'll start from Genesis 1 verse 1. And it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So God created everything, and everything was in perfect harmony. Um, I'm sure many people have read uh, the Bible, and I'm sure many people will start reading the Bible in January, and this is where you will start in Genesis. <laughs> and I'm hoping that uh, many of you will make it all the way through as we did uh, last year. And if anyone's interested and wants some tips of how uh, me or any of the guys that did it, how we made it through, uh, you're welcome to come up and ask. Uh, because we are coming to that season where everyone is, or a lot of people will be setting that milestone for themselves. So everything was uh, good and everything was in perfect harmony. But soon, sin enters the world when Adam and Eve are deceived by the serpent. And I'm sure many will know the story, but I will read from Genesis 3, verses 23 to 24. It says, So the Lord God banished him, from the Garden of Eden, to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the men out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim, the flaming sword flashing back and forth, to guide the way to the Tree of Life. Well, if you know the reason why Jesus came, you already see why I've gone all the way back to Genesis and to the very point where sin first enters the world start story today. Uh, so that's your first clue as to the reason for the season. Um, hopefully I'm doing a good enough job that it's already uh, starting to make sense to you. Uh, the coming of Jesus uh, was uh, foretold. So throughout the journeys that we see in the Old Testament, um, there's, there's always been prophecies of a Messiah that would come. And we see that the journeys that uh, we read about in the Old Testament have all been shaped by uh, the fall in the Garden of Eden, which I referred to earlier, where man was separated by God. Uh, even our existence today in the world that we live in today has been shaped by that very uh, instance at the beginning uh, in the fall where sin first enters the world. But we see in the Old Testament that God was always present even after the fall. See this in the story of Noah. See this in Abraham and his covenant with God. See when the covenant is passed down to uh, Jacob, 12 tribes of uh, Israel. We even see this in the time of Moses when God uh, speaks to the people. We see God is always longing to have a relationship with the people. He sends his angels, his prophets, priests, he sends visions, he sends dreams, he speaks to them, he speaks to Moses. And over the generations, uh, the people of Israel received these prophecies of a Messiah, Savior, a liberator, um, a redeemer that will save them and that will restore the kingdom of God, which they thought at the time meant that they will once again rule over the land. They thought that uh, the 12 tribes of Israel will once again be united thought that they will once again have their own uh, nation. They'll be able to rule over themselves 
and some of them were even hoping that they'll be able to rule over the other nations that had uh, oppressed them over time. Um, so they were expecting a king who would 